you know what time it is? You know what time the game starts? Time for more football reaction. Time to hear from one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. I think he's a bum. He's an absolute bum. Time to crack open a high noon. Oh, yeah! This is the High Noon Hour on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. From the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, here's Alex Strofe. Oh, yeah! Wild Monday in Wisconsin sports. It's the high noon hour here across ESPN Wisconsin, a special edition. We welcome in the audience on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee with us. And as always, here on 100.5 ESPN in Madison. We typically talk a lot on this program. We're talking zero Green Bay Packers today, who won yesterday in overtime. Thrilling game, wild game. We'll get into plenty of that reaction throughout the rest of the week. Uh, but the big news, of course, in Madison Today is the University of Wisconsin firing head football coach Paul Chris after eight seasons at, at the head of that program. Um, it's not shocking, but it is a little bit surprising. I think the timing is the, is the surprising part of it. We'll get into that here more in a second, but excited to have you with us. Hey, I want your reaction on Paul Christ as we're about, uh, what are we at now? About 18 hours removed from the announcement officially. Would love to hear from you on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. That number is 844-770-3776. Again, that number, 844-770-3776. You can text in, call in, whatever you want to do. We'd love to hear your thoughts. can also get at me on Twitter, at Alex underscore Strove, at ESPN Madison, at ESPN Milwaukee. Uh, as mentioned, my name is Alex Strove. Hunter Vaughn is our producer running the show live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Happy Monday, Hunter. Oh, Sort of a happy Monday. Sort of a happy Monday. Well, you and I were here, uh, what, like nine hours ago? I think we were here until last night. Yeah, as, it was, as that it was is, a long night. It was a long night, but uh, happy to be with you here uh, at uh, just past noon on your Monday as we react to the firing of Paul Chris. So for those of you that are new to this program, each and every week we lead off with the first three things. I've got three thoughts uh, from whatever the news of the weekend is. Of course, today it is the first three thoughts on the firing of Paul Chris. These are the first three things. First things first. Yeah, the first things first today is is Chris McIntosh, the athletic director of the University of Wisconsin, and month number, I think this is the beginning of month 15 for him. So less than a year and a half into his tenure as the athletic director of the University of Wisconsin, Chris McIntosh says, yeah, I've got cojones. Got big old cojones. And he showed that yesterday. I mean, this is an unprecedented move. The University of Wisconsin doesn't fire head coaches to begin with, let alone midseason. Uh, after five games, a 2-3 and three start for the Wisconsin Badgers, Chris McIntosh says enough is enough. Last year was, was bad. It was a fine year, but it was, it was not good in terms of Wisconsin's standards. And what you saw on Saturday, 34-10 drubbing at Camp Randall against Illinois, it's unacceptable, and that's the second unacceptable loss you've taken to Camp Randall in this short season, of course, the first being Washington State. So Chris McIntosh is setting the precedent. He said championship standards are what the University of Wisconsin has. The expectations of our program at Wisconsin are to win championships, and um, I felt that it was time. It was, it was the right time to make a, a change uh, to pursue those. Yeah, and last week in the Wisconsin State Journal, Chris McIntosh talked about Big Ten championships. That doesn't sound like Big Ten championships to me. That sounds like national championships. The standard of the Wisconsin Badgers have changed drastically since the 1990s when Barry Alvarez took over. 
This is a team that wants to be like Clemson and Alabama and Ohio State. And when you can't even compete with Illinois on your home field, something's got to change at the top. And Chris McIntosh made the change. Let's go on to thing number two. The second thing. It's something I mentioned right at the top, and it's the timing of everything. Wisconsin does not fire head coaches, let alone fire them in the middle of the season. Through five games, Chris Paul Christ let go as the head coach. The timing of this is really interesting to me. And that goes back to point one, right? Like Chris McIntosh is changing the standard. He's changing the precedent. If you're not winning, you're not a Badger anymore as Paul Christ has let go. And I know there's so much respect between those guys, Chris McIntosh and Paul Christ and Jim Leonard and Paul Christ. There's so much respect, so much admiration, so much love between those guys uh, with everything they've built and everything they've gone through together. But the decision is correct, regardless of the timing. This is the correct move to say goodbye to Paul Christ. We've been talking about it the last few weeks on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, which you hear before and after every Wisconsin football game here on ESPN Wisconsin. We've talked about the culture seems to have taken a misstep along the way. We heard from Tarek Sal and Derek Angler last night on our breaking news coverage, and they said, you know, players take on the personality of their head coach. That wasn't working, right? Paul Chris is a great dude. Nobody's going to say otherwise. But he may have lost the locker room a little bit. We heard from Graham Mertz after the game on Saturday. He kept talking about drawing a line in the sand. You know, we, we have to change our ways. We have to do stuff as captains. I, I, I found that interesting. Not because they gave up on Paul Christ, but because things aren't going the way that we expected, right? This was a team that I predicted preseason was a 9 or 10 win team. They'll be lucky if they win six games and are bowl eligible at this point. Here's Graham Mertz from Saturday. I think, like, I mean, Coach said it. He hit the nail on the head during halftime. You got it. You got to draw the line in the sand at some point. Like, like, what are you going to do about it? Um, and I, I think that the line's been drawn and, and gone through it about ten times now. So we got we got to do something different as captains on this team, and and we will. So we gotta we gotta attack it, attack it head on. We've gone through it about ten not- times now, is what Graham Mertz said. Right? I mean, there's been some significant bumps in the road this season. Now off to a 2-3 and three start are the Wisconsin Badgers. Brutal on Saturday. You can't lose to Illinois at home. You can't lose by 7 to Illinois at home. You can't lose by 14 to Illinois at home. You lost by 24 points to Illinois. And the cherry on top is Brett Bielema as the head coach of that team. Wild. Speaking of Brett Bielema, whose job is it? Let's get to the third thing. No, I don't. I think that's kind of a little bit stretching it there. The final thing. What's up, Rogers? How you doing, bro? That's the magic number. It's the magic number. Aaron Rodgers making a quick appearance. You see, I mean, like I said at the top, Hunter, we, we talk Packers on the show. Aaron Rodgers had to find his way into the program somehow. He, he just sneaks his way in however he can. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hey, look, I, I, I view it this way, and I know we're less than 24 hours removed from the announcement. But I think this is Jim Leonard's job if he wants it. Now, he has a seven-week tryout period, essentially, as he takes over as the head coach effective yesterday. But this is a guy we've talked plenty about over the years. He's the best coordinator in the country, debatably. So he was getting offers, right? We remember last year, before the Packers hired Joe Barry as their defensive coordinator, Jim Leonard was offered the job, and he didn't take it. 
Jim Leonard has had discussions with other universities about a head coaching role. Hasn't taken those jobs. He said in his, his availability yesterday, which I was at, he said, you know, I haven't left Wisconsin for a reason. It's a dream come true, but the circumstances stuck. Which, if you're going to move from a coordinator to a head coaching job, the circumstances are going to have to suck because Paul Christ wasn't going to retire, right? So I think this is Jim Leonard's job. I mean, this is a guy that has this, this program under his thumb. Guys love coming to work and play for him. And the biggest part of why I think Jim Leonard should be the next head coach of this team is the recruiting aspect and the retention aspect. Right When you see turnover in a college football program, and college football, as we know, has become the wild, wild west over the course of the last two years. Between the transfer portal and name image likeness, it's become the wild, wild west. But Jim Leonard knows everybody on this team already. He helps with the recruiting already. He's a guy that if he goes to your living room, sits down with Ma and Pa, and says, I want you to come play for me, he's going to make a really, really good impression. Right? He probably won't be doing a creepy sleepover like Jim Harbaugh in Michigan. But he's the guy you want in the living room making that pitch. And those guys in the locker room already are going to want to play for Jim Leonard. Here's what I think happens if Jim Leonard isn't the head coach next year. Bold prediction. I think Braylon Allen's in the transfer portal. I think Braylon Allen, the star running back of the Wisconsin Badgers, is out if they go external with this hire. Whether that be Lance Leipold, which is a name that's been thrown around. Dave Aranda from Baylor is a name that's been thrown around. Braylon Allen tweeted yesterday, immediately after the news that was broke by Adam Rittenberg of ESPN, said, quote, anyone who wanted Coach Chris gone isn't a part of this team, end quote. It's Braylon Allen. You think if they go elsewhere after this season, Braylon Allen's going to want to stick around after he was recruited here by one Paul Chris? I don't. There's no repercussions for entering the transfer portal anymore. So you might see a lot of guys enter if they go external here. So I think it's Jim Leonard's job if he wants it. Obviously, he has to prove it, right? He has the perfect opportunity here over the course of the next seven weeks of the regular season to prove he is that guy. But if there's anybody for this job, I think it's Jim Leonard right now and long term. So I'm excited to see what comes of this. Those are the first three things here on the High Noon Hour, of course, brought to you by High Noon Sun Sips. If you're in the Madison area, you have the opportunity to win $20,000, 20 Gs. All you got to do, go wherever High Noon is sold, find the QR code, scan the QR code, find out instantly if you've won 20 racks, 20 Gs, $20,000 from our friends at High Noon. You find out instantly. How fun is that? No purchase necessary, but you must be 21 years or older to enter that contest with High Noon. It is the High Noon Hour. I'm Alex Strofe, live here across ESPN Wisconsin. Your way into the show is the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. The number there, 844-770-3776. Un- Believable. Let's get to some of your responses now. Daniel Lesloth says, Mert should be out the door with Paul Christ. I thought Jim Rutledge put it well. It was harsh, but he put it well yesterday as we did our breaking news coverage last night. He said, Graham Mertz is the poster child of what went wrong with Paul Christ. You couldn't develop a four-star guy. You pushed out Jack Cohn. That's where everything really turned south, and I thought that was a really good point from Jim Rutledge, who I rarely give credit to. Brett and Claire chimes in. Alex, I'm very surprised Mac did this now. My question is, Leonard doesn't get to a bowl, does he actually go outside the family? So what he means by that is if this isn't a bowl team, does Leonard leave Wisconsin? I don't think that happens. I think Leonard is either the defensive coordinator or the head coach next year. He's here regardless. I, I, I feel that strongly about Jim Leonard, and I know a lot of people inside those walls feel that strongly, if not more strongly, about Jim Leonard. Seth and Reedsburg, 
Braylon Allen was recruited on defense. No, he was. He was recruited as a linebacker, and he made the switch over with Gary Brown, the late Gary Brown, who was the running back coach last year. Um, made the switch over with GB, and you know broke in due to uh, some injuries with Chesma Lucy and Isaac Garendo, and didn't let go. And that's a similar story to Monte Ball, who obviously uh, a teammate of ours here at ESPN Wisconsin, as well as former Heisman Trophy finalist. He was a product of circumstances, right? Injuries, you get the opportunity, you never give the job back. That's what happened with Braylon Allen, who was recruited defensively, Seth. You're absolutely correct. So Jim Leonard was a big part of his recruitment. So I think if if Jim Leonard is the head coach next year, I'm not worried about Braylon Allen. But if Jim Leonard is not the head coach next year, I'm worried about Braylon Allen. Because he could easily recruit to, or, or excuse me, transfer to Michigan, Ohio State. We go outside the Big Ten. Clemson could use a running back. Right, like Braylon Allen is one of the best running backs in the country. He can go play anywhere he wants and be a starter. But there's a lot to be said about leadership and the guys you'd run through a wall for. I don't think there was a lot of guys ready to run through a brick wall for Paul Christ. I do think there's a lot of guys ready to run through a brick wall for Jim Leonard, the brand new head coach, interim head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Love it, all the responses from you. Let's keep it going. 844-770-3776. Your reaction to the firing of Paul Chris. What worries you the most about this move? We'll talk about it next, but there's something to the theory of the grass ain't always greener on the other side. I think the Nebraska Cornhuskers are a really good example of that. We'll also look at the betting odds of who the next head coach will be for the Wisconsin Badgers. That's all still ahead and would love to get you into the show on the old National Bank talking text line, 844-770-3776. Hey, let me run you down our lineup today as well. Really exciting stuff. We're with you on ESPN Milwaukee until 2 o'clock. We've got former UW Athletic Director Pat Richter coming up in about a half an hour, 1245. We have former UW quarterback Joel Stave coming up uh, about an hour and 15 from now, 1.30. He'll join us. And at 2.15, the guy that broke the story, Adam Rittenberg, will join us on Rutledge and Hamilton. That's all still ahead. Big show, a lot of reaction, a lot of you. 844-770-3776. Betting odds, grass ain't always greener, but it is on the High Noon Hour. We, we continue next. You're listening to the High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. Join the show on the old National Bank talk and text line, 844-770-3776. Alex Cope the ESPN Madison. What did you see this season that, that led you to think an in-season change was the right move here? Yeah, I, I think, you know, this isn't a, certainly not a decision that's taken lightly. It's not a game-by-game decision. Uh, this is a decision that's based upon where we're at as a program. And, um, you know, I, I think it's important to make a decision uh, when I feel it's right, the right time, given the circumstances of where we're at as a program right now. And so um, it's a tough time to make a transition, um, but I felt it was the right time, and, and um, that's what led me to it. Yeah, that's uh, my conversation with Athletic Director Chris McIntosh last night at the University of Wisconsin following the firing of Paul Chris. It's the High Noon Hour. I'm Alex Strofe, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios with you across ESPN Wisconsin. 844-770-3776 is your way into the show. Chris from Manitowash Waters chimes in. Strofe, I wanted to save this one for you and not give it to Willie and Tausch. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate that. I am not sure you saw the press conference last night. I was there uh, when Paul got fired, but the athletic director stated that the rumors of Paul getting all of his buyout are not true and that it's not even close. 
Um, yeah, that's what he said. He, he essentially said, yeah, we talked it down to a significantly less number than the $19.5 million that was reported. So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. Um, now get this from Chris and Manitowash Waters. I went for my run this morning. I ran by Paul Chris, who I live close to, who was driving his, uh, his GMC. He had a smile on his face and woke to me. So I bet he did get something substantial. Well, he still got several million dollars. But interesting stuff from there, from Christian Manitowash Waters. Don't know if it's true. He might be making it up. But I like the inside anyway. Uh, also, Seth and Reedberg said, I hope that the connection with Jim Leonard can help Braylon and others overcome the emotional loss of Coach Christ. That's my point, Seth, right? Like, I think if you keep Jim Leonard in-house, you promote him to head coach, which I think will likely happen, and we'll get into the betting odds in a second, it will help all those guys because they're playing for somebody they already know, they already trust, and they would already run through a brick wall for. So that's, that's the hope for retention because, as we know, college football's insane. College football is insane. The transfer portal has no repercussions. You can transfer and play immediately, just about most in most cases. So, yeah, I uh, I'm with you. I think Jim Leonard. That's the that's the biggest reason I advocate for him. Not to say he's not a great coach, because what we've learned about him is he is a really good coach. That defense has had a rough year, especially the last rough two games against Ohio State and Illinois. But Jim Leonard is is the best option for this team. Now, there is one more point to be made, and Brett Noclair makes it on the text line, 844-770-3776. He says, my fear is Leonard isn't ready. And that's something we talked about substantially last night on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day because some of the conversations people have had privately with Jim Leonard is maybe that's not his aspiration, right? Maybe he doesn't want to be a head coach. But now he's thrown into it, the opportunity's in front of him. He's got seven games left to prove what he's got as a head coach. If there's anybody that can turn this program around, given the rough start, it's Jim Leonard. I th- I, he's the best option, of course, in-house. But I even think externally he's the best option. I think Jim Leonard is the guy for this job, but he's got to prove it. He's got to prove it. We'll continue to read some of your reaction, 844-770-3776. We are with you until, uh, well, I'm with you until about 2.30 today. Uh, Rutledge and Hamilton, as always, starts at 1 o'clock on Mondays. But Matt Hamilton... Uh, Mr. International, he's in Canada curling, so he'll be a little late. He's flying in specifically to talk about Paul Christ. Talk about a dedicated radio host. What Matt a Hamilton. teammate. I mean, come on now. So uh, just to give you a rundown once again, I mean, we've got a heck of a lineup coming for you. We'll be joined by former UW Athletic Director Pat Richter in about, I'm doing math here, 22 minutes, 1245, we'll be joined by Pat. Uh, I host the Pat Richter Show every Saturday morning, 8 o'clock, here on ESPN Madison. So it's a guy I talk to every week. Talked to him yesterday. Neither of us saw it coming. Maybe at the end of the year. I did not see it coming midseason. I don't think Pat did either, but we'll get his take on that at 1245. At 1.30, former UW quarterback Joel Stave will join me and Jim Rutledge. Jim Rutledge said last night, he's so disappointed with Graham Mertz. He said, I'm just praying Joel Stave walks back through those doors. Well, Joel Stave is going to walk over the phone, through our doors at 1.30. We'll talk with him at 1.30. And at 2.15, Adam Rittenberg. He's the one from ESPN who broke the story of Paul Chris firing. He will join us at 2.15 on ESPN Madison. So I hope you can hang out with us. We're live and local until 8 o'clock tonight. Um, you'll hear me again tonight, six from, from 6 to 8 o'clock, with former Badgers Tark and Derek Angler on the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. If you need a drink, if you need to relax... Come meet us out at the Great Dane in Hilldale tonight. We'll be there from 6 to 8 as well. So a lot of reaction to continue. Now, I want to get into the betting odds, Hunter, because uh, these were just released earlier today by BetOnline AG. Uh, BetOnline.ag. Uh, which, what's AG? Is that Argentina? 
What's AG? I'll do some research. Yeah, do that for me. AG. Um, but they have officially released the betting odds of who will be the next permanent head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers. Now, not a surprise, Jim Leonard is the heavy favorite, two-to-one favorite. Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator of Alabama, former head coach and general manager of the Houston Texans in the NFL, is listed as a three-to-one secondary favorite. Three-to-one! Bill O'Brien. I don't see that happening. That, those are high odds to me. Three to one. You bet 20 bucks, you only win 60 if Bill O'Brien becomes the head coach of Wisconsin. He is heavily favored here. And then Lance Leipold, who we've talked plenty about, UW-Whitewater, former head coach, was at Buffalo, now at Kansas, uh, off to a 5-0 and start. College game day will be in Lawrence, Kansas this weekend. Kansas, a basketball school, doing well under head coach Lance Leipold. He's a 5-1 to favorite. Dave Aranda has some Wisconsin ties. Former court defensive coordinator prior to Jim Leonard, current uh, coach at Baylor. Six to one odds. And uh, UW tight end, uh, former UW tight end, Kent State coach, Sean Lewis, eight to one odds. So those are some of the names being tossed around right now for the next head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers, which is really interesting. I think it's Jim Leonard's job, but to see some of those names and to see the odds and how they list them, like, I guess it's not Vegas. Is it Argentina? What's AG? It is Antigua. Oh, Key Largo, Antigua. Ooh, I want to take you to the Cocomos. That's the only reason I know what Antigua is. That's, yeah, that's I, the only reason I know I that. I have no idea why a website would be hosted from there, but okay. Okay, so like usually we say the odds makers in Vegas know what the hell they're talking about, but today we're saying the odds makers in Antigua know what the hell they're talking about. So those are your odds right now. But there's a point to be made here, and I wanted to get to this, because I think Nebraska is your best point right here is the grass is not always greener on the other side, right? I mean, we experienced it less than 10 years ago here at Wisconsin when you went from Brett Bielema, who left for Arkansas, and you brought in Gary Anderson. We don't talk about the Gary Anderson era as Wisconsin fans. We never bring it up because those are years you'd like to forget. I mean, he got run out of town. And then luckily, we begged for Paul Chris to come back. He turned this program around, had some really good years, a 10, 11, and 13 win season under Paul Christ. But since COVID, it's, it's been doo-doo. Like, this team has not been what Wisconsin is expected to be. So that's why the change was made yesterday. But what worries me is that things get worse. Right? And I brought that up a little bit when I bring up, you know, if they go external for their next head coach, I'm a little worried about the transfer portal and some of the current commitments because some of these recruiting classes have been highly regarded, at least in terms of Wisconsin history, the last few years. If Jim Leonard isn't a part of the program, and Paul Christ obviously won't be a part of the program, I'm starting to worry about some of these guys. Are they going to want to play for another head coach? Are they going to want to play for somebody they didn't get recruited by and somebody that didn't sit in their living room with their mom and pa? Right? So it gets complicated. It really does. Well, I think a big part of the Nebraska comparison is maybe don't go after a non-Power 5 guy. Because Scott Frost was UCF. It's not a Power 5 program. Gary Anderson coming over wasn't a Power 5 guy. That's where I get a little worried about maybe like Luke Fickle has been brought up a lot. From Cincinnati, right? Yeah. So maybe somebody like a Matt Campbell over at Iowa State. That's why I really like the Lance Leipold talk coming from Kansas then, showing he can win in a good conference in the Big 12. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, But Nebraska's the comparison I'm going to pull here, Hunter, because – Bo Pelini was a really good head coach for them, right? Uh, let me read you Bo Pelini's record every season he was there in Nebraska. 9-4 and four his first year. 
rattled off two straight 10 and 4 seasons, 9 and 4 again, 10 and 4, 9 and 4 in 2013, and then the year he was fired 2014, he went 9 and 3 before being let go. Cuz Nebraska is, is hanging on to the 90s, right? The, the golden era of Nebraska football. They want to be a, an 11 win team. They want to be in the college football playoff. So they let Bo Pelini go. And what happened to them then? Let's run through the records. Mike Riley had one good year in 2016. He was 9 and 4. They haven't been bowl eligible any other year. That's my worry about Wisconsin. Is okay, Paul Chris gone. If Jim Leonard doesn't take over, what happens? Do they go external and things fall apart even more? Do you go into total rebuild mode, which is not like the NFL rebuild mode, right? College sports are totally different. It's about recruiting, there's always turnover, there's some retention, and it's about the personality at the top. If you don't have the right personality at the top, things are going to go south, and they're going to go south quick. We saw it in Nebraska. I'm just worried Wisconsin could fall into that same trap. I don't think they will, because we talked about it a little bit earlier. Chris McIntosh showed the cojones he has, right? He's, he's a, like a year and a half, not even, into his tenure as the athletic director. He's making this decision and saying, we have championship standards. Damn straight. Damn straight, Chris McIntosh. I love that move. I love that move by Chris McIntosh. Uh, despite, I like Paul Christ. I think he's a good dude. Every interaction I've had with him has been positive. Every interaction anybody I've known has had with him has been really positive. So it's unfortunate. It's just it's a business. It's unfortunate. But I it's the right move. And we'll see where Wisconsin can go from here. It's the high noon hour. I'm Alex Strofe live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios with you across ESPN Wisconsin. What's your reaction to the Paul Chris firing? 844-770-3776. My buddy Jim Rutledge, I think I don't think he's here yet, but he's going to join me next, at least allegedly, and we'll be joined by former UW Athletic Director Pat Richter at 1245. That's all still ahead. Big day in Wisconsin sports. How those Brewers do it? Ah, never mind. How those Packers do? Ah, they almost lost to a third-string quarterback. Ah! And Wisconsin fired their head coach. Bananas. It's the High Noon Hour. You're listening to the High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe on ESPN Wisconsin and Wisconsin On Demand. Join the show on the old National Bank talk and text line, 844-770-3776. This place means a ton to myself, and it means so much to to everyone who is committed to be here with the athletic department the players the faculty the coaching staff and we want more we want better and and that's my goal is to try to help get us in that direction in a unique time and i'm up to that task and i'm excited for that journey that we're about to go on but definitely a very emotional day um, for all of us involved it's badgers head coach jim leonard Last night, after the firing of Paul Christ, after eight seasons as the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers football team, it's the High Noon Hour. I'm Alex Strofe. We, of course, are brought to you by High Noon Sunsips. You have the opportunity to win $20,000 in the Madison area. All you got to do is go to a point of purchase anywhere High Noon is sold. Scan the QR code and find out instantly if you've won 20 Gs. Go get $20,000 richer. Paul Christ probably got about um, $9 million richer yesterday. Uh, who knows? Join now as I will be for the next uh, hour and a half or so. Jim Rutledge, who's the host of Rutledge and Hamilton. Uh, Ben, all over this breaking news with me. We were uh, with you last night uh, as part of our special breaking news coverage. You've done now two TV hits? Yes, two now in the Madison area. So I'm available to to be on TV when everyone wants me. You're like the epitome of a face for radio. But they're (laughs) asking you to come on TV. I know. Does that make you, is that like a little bit of an ego boost? 
Oh, no, it's worse. Then you see what you look like, you know? I get it. Yeah, I that's get fair. It. Uh, I did trim my beard down from this morning to this afternoon. I see I that. I saw myself on TV and said, that, that beard's extra gray. You'd think I'm the one that let Paul Chris Well, go. That's, that's my fault. Right, like you work with me all the time, so that's that's the grayness. I did want to I did want to give you a little crap though, Jim. Yeah, because last night when we were doing our uh, special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, uh, I I asked you to work my name into your morning hit. Yeah, and you had the perfect opportunity. You you started by saying, "I'm all right. I was up late doing a special show last night." Yeah, but I'm good. Yep, didn't work my name in. You know, I started to, and it didn't feel right. And I just needed to pull the plug on it. I, it was in my head. I audible oh, so the last remembered. second. Yeah, I remembered. Even at uh, that's even that more early. disappointing. I thought you, you just forgot. It! Yeah, you blew it. No, I didn't blow it. It just didn't feel right. I didn't feel like it was the right opportunity to work your name in there. So I was on a very tight time limit, as you can see by that yeah. interview. I think it was a total of three minutes, and I wanted to be respectful of WISC TV uh, and their time here in Madison. And uh, shout out to uh, Leah for having me on. And you know, I wanted to be respectful. So I Fair just enough. didn't want to waste the extra seconds saying your name. You'll be there. You're, you'll be there soon enough on uh, your own time. No, 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 no. I, 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 I want you to just fit me in. That was all. That was okay. all. It's okay though. We'll get over it. He's Jim Rutledge, Alex Strove. It's the High Noon Hour special edition across ESPN Wisconsin as we react to Wisconsin's firing of head coach Paul Christ. Jim, I was reading. Uh, I don't know if you caught this, but I was reading some of the betting odds of the next head coach. No, what are they? Uh, Jim Leonard, two to one favorite. Yep, which is expected, right? Bill O'Brien, three to one odds. He's second. Yeah, that's just drunk. I don't know where anyone's coming up with Bill O'Brien. There's no tie for Bill O'Brien to the university to Mac that I understand. So is he just like is he just highly regarded now across the landscape of college football? Is he like the next guy in line for a job, similarly to how how Leonard's been the last couple of years? I guess so, but because that's the only reason why that O'Brien's name would be popping up for Wisconsin. I get it. He I was coach at Penn second. State, yeah. but it literally is, I would say, more likely that Brett Bielema's brought back as the Badgers coach than Bill O'Brien coming to coach the Badgers. Yeah, it's too bad that Bielema's not on this list. 5-1 uh, odds, Lance Leipold. I'm just kidding. Uh, Lance Leipold, 5-1. to one. He's third, which makes sense. To me, it's 1A would be Leonard, 1B is Leipold or, or flip him. I no, mean, I to agree. me, it's, you're winning with both of those. I agree. Uh, Dave Aranda, former UW defensive coordinator. That ain't coordinator, happening. Six that's, to one. that's also a ridiculous take. Dave Aranda has no ties to the state of Wisconsin. Was here, what, one year? Uh, yeah, I think one or two, yeah. And so quickly left for the SEC. I don't, I don't uh, begrudge him leaving, but uh, Dave Aranda has a great legacy here with Gary Anderson as far as bringing a 3-4 defense here. But, look, he's, he's not coming back here. I, I will say this, Jim, right, like, He's in the Big 12 now, right? Baylor's in the Big 12. Not a very good conference. Kind of starting to fall apart. Big 10 growing, adding UCLA and USC. Is Wisconsin more appealing than Baylor? It's obviously not a a better – like, in terms of right now, where they are, Baylor's a much better program. It's a better job. Yeah. But being a guy that had been here, if he enjoyed his time here, maybe he wants to come back. Again, though, all these are ridiculous outside of Leonard and Leipold. They're not going to miss on both. The – if anything – Leonard would decide, you know what, I, and I'm not saying this would happen, but if Jim Leonard said, you know what, I have a young family, I still want to dedicate my time to it, I am true to my word, he's always been that way, he turned on the Packers defensive coordinator job, that's a huge time commitment, being the head coach of a college football program, even a bigger commitment, and I'm not saying he'll do this, I think he'll take the job, but if anyone that I've ever spoken to, when they say that they believe in family, and by everyone off the record and on the record will tell you, Jim Leonard lives that life, so... If he decides this is too much, then the next guy would be Lance Leipold, and I don't see Lance Leipold walking away from this. If Jim Leonard doesn't 
get the job. It just worries me about retention. It worries me about the transfer He's still portal. here. It worries me about... All, all sorts of things. You think he just stays at DC? Yeah, and Lam- Leipold becomes that coach. Absolutely. Then it might work, but still, man, this like, is Jim Leonard's job to turn down. Yes, and it if is. Jim Leonard Absolutely says, is. "I don't want to be the head coach because of all everything else that goes involved into it," and I want to make sure I continue to put my family first, they're going to tether Leonard to this program and bring Leipold in. Yeah. And I think Lance Leipold understands the Wisconsin culture, having been an assistant here uh, way back in the day. Obviously, one at Whitewater from Wisconsin. And I don't really want to see him in Nebraska. But again, I'm fine with either one of these coaches, but I would be I would pretty shocked if Leonard didn't take the job. I'd be flabbergasted say. if it isn't Lance Leipold if Leonard doesn't take the job. Yeah. And Leonard would be the D.C. Those but are the two names. Those is, are the two names. Is there a reality where Leonard does so poorly as the interim head coach where McIntosh is like, nope, we don't even want to bring him back. We just need to go full clean slate. I don't think so. I, I think he's the D.C. worst case. Winless? Year. They get blown uh, up by Northwestern. And they don't win another game this year. You're bringing him back. Do you bring that? Do you do you put that on him, or do you put that on the AD for making the decision midseason? Because that kills the morale, right? Like we can compare it to the Brewers when Josh Hader was traded, it killed the morale. So is that is that a McIntosh blame or is that a Leonard blame? I don't know. It's both, but probably. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be about the results on the field, though. I understand if they didn't win a game, but if they didn't win a game, it'd be indicative of a bigger problem because there are lesser. There's at least Northwestern and Nebraska on this schedule that are lesser opponents that you should be able to beat as yep. long as you show up and just show up ready to play football, which the Badgers haven't looked like they've... So all, if Jim can yeah. do that, then I think that's going to be enough for them to you know get some of these wins. He might go 500 the rest of the way or get them to bowl eligible, but I don't think that's going to happen without some other deeper-seated issues. But again, if those deeper-seated issues were in the program that Jim Leonard's trying to correct and they weren't Jim Leonard's problem, I think Mac would still see, hey, this was a deeper rot. But I don't think that's there. I think Paul got tired. I did too. I did too. Uh, and Mike in Oregon agrees with you. He says he's optimistic. We weren't going anywhere under Chris. Even if the first coach doesn't work out, it shows that we are committed to making the playoffs and contending for championships. Average play won't be accepted. Totally agree with Mike in Oregon. That's what Chris McIntosh said yesterday, who is the current athletic director at the University of Wisconsin. The former athletic director of the University of Wisconsin prior to Barry Alvarez. He's the man who hired Barry Alvarez and Bo Ryan. Pat Richter will join us next to give us some of the insight of what it's like to be in that chair. That's next. It's the High Noon Hour. More football reactions, more from the Gunslinger, more High Noon. The High Noon Hour with Alex Strofe continues next on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's the High Noon Hour. I'm Alex Strofe, live from the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, alongside Jim Rutledge, 1247 on your Monday afternoon. Continuing the reaction to Wisconsin's dismissal of head coach Paul Christ following eight seasons at the helm of the football program. Big decision by athletic director Chris McIntosh yesterday. I said, I think the move was coming. The timing is just what blew me away after five weeks midseason. Um, so we're going to get a little insight into what it's like to be in that athletic director chair. We are joined now by my friend Pat Richter, who you hear each and every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. right here on 100.5 ESPN Madison on the Pat Richter Show. He's our friend, Jim. You're right. Jim's, Jim Rutledge giving me some signal. He's <laughs> our friend. Uh, Pat, happy Monday. Your reaction to Paul Chris being let go? Oh, kisses all the way around, boys. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Thanks, buddy. 
Well, I tell you what, it was it was a little bit of a surprise in terms given the timing, and I think that uh, you know that's it's a question of Chris uh, getting a feel for things, and he apparently he's indicated that he felt the time was right. I, I did a little bit of research, just that I was kind of curious because I, I remember we got some dips and was there, and and I thought uh, might be interesting to look, and I was a little bit surprised back between 2000 and 2003. I mean, we went nine four 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 in the Big Ten, five seven three five in the Big Ten, eight six two six in the Big Ten, seven six seven four four in the Big Ten. But you know, there you have to just gauge that. Like Chris did, he felt that perhaps it wasn't going to change, and uh, I think maybe we thought differently with Barry that things would. There was a reason for it. I can't recall all of nuances and whatever but uh the difficult part here is the question of you know what do you do you have somebody in the wings uh i think obviously there's been a lot of discussion about jimmy leonard uh, taking over and that may have clouded a little bit of the the whole scenario so to speak but uh the thing about it is is a question of timing it's much more difficult i i think anyway i'm not a coach but uh, much more difficult to come in in the middle of the season as having not been a head coach before, now you've got to make all kinds of decisions that you really haven't made before, and it's, yeah. it's going to be, and that's the difficult part. I mean, I remember us talking. You may remember, maybe not Alex, but Jim would remember Dan McCarney, yep. and Dan was wound pretty tight, and he was wild and defensive guy, crazy, and just perfect defensive coordinator, and he had an opportunity to go to Northern Illinois. And we sat down with him and just said, you know, you got an opportunity here to get maybe a, a better job if you wait a little bit. And because you have to understand, sometimes when you get behind the desk, it takes away a lot of what you are today. In other words, you can't be a wild man and jumping up and down and motivating and things like that. You got to sit behind the desk and make decisions and uh, do hire staffs and all that business. And so it's a lot different. And so that's a, that's the thing that's kind of make it a little bit more problematic, it's going to be a question of the time. I mean, he's going to have to be a defensive coordinator, more than likely, as well as the the head football coach. And so I know this is something he wanted, probably not necessarily this way, but uh, there's a lot of things that go into that. And I think it's, again, it's a lot of feel because there's a lot of things right on this. It's not only expensive, but it's disruptive. And it's, uh, you know, you got somebody that's had a, 67% uh, success rate in the big in the, in the time that he's been there. Prorated record is going to be very good if you took it out, extended it out to some of the other coaches we've had. And so uh, it's a it's a bold, I think it was in the paper bold move, but uh, risky as well because you know, obviously people are going to look very closely what happens from here the rest of the season, and through no fault of his own necessarily, uh, it may be a tough road to hoe, so to speak, from here to there. And then then have you damaged one candidate versus another, whatever, who knows. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a difficult situation, but you have to go with your gut. I mean, you're responsible. Everybody in that department depends on you for success. And, uh, and that's what uh, you're looking at. Now, Chris made a comment about the championships and things like that. And uh, obviously, that's, that's what we're all about. But it's been a very difficult situation, and with the nil and with transfer portal, it's going to make it even more difficult. 
With the in-season move and Mac talking about how uh, he talked with Paul, it seemed like, I think he said three hours, and then Paul, Mac, and Leonard reportedly all spoke to the team together. Do you and the fact that this move was made in season when there isn't, by all accounts, I can't imagine any sort of scandal or anything nefarious to make this have to happen now. Do you think this was an honest, honest conversation initiated by either Paul or Chris? When and then when they talked, that maybe Chris kind of said that you're right. I don't have the pulse of this team anymore because there was reports about a an impassioned halftime speech from Paul Chris against Illinois, and the team came out flat. And maybe that was the the final straw for both Mac and Paul, just looking at himself because he seems to be a great guy and all about the University of Wisconsin, where maybe when they had this conversation, he looked inward and said, you're right. Because also the other factor of it, Pat, is the fact that Paul, which I just is mind-blowing, isn't taking the $19 million buyout. He's going to negotiate it down. Yeah. So it just seems like Paul's going out of his way to make sure Wisconsin's in a good spot going forward. Well, that's the kind of guy he is. I mean, that's probably too nice of a guy, some yeah. speak, I might say. But uh, I don't know. It seemed like you you, all, you hear it on both sides and perhaps more in the positive in terms of drawing a line in the sand and saying, you know, we're crossing over. And and I think that uh, many times we, the coaches get, coaches get too much credit for winning and and, and uh, players uh, that perhaps perform and things like this don't get recognized for what it is because you know you're at a point you can't really say they're professional because they aren't but it's a lot more difficult today to uh to weigh in and be a, a, a player in terms of motivation because that's what you're looking for in the next level so it's you expect that players to a certain extent have that motor when they get there and i think that yeah i i think when you see a situation where the first half was not very good and, you know, you hate to say it's just one game that caused that, but it's certainly possible. I mean, anything is plausible and possible. And uh, I know there's been a lot of pressure and a lot of discussion and things like this, but uh, it's it's not a simple situation. And, and I think that one thing you can be sure of is Wisconsin's doing things right. And it's not, like you say, Jim Nefarious or anything like that. And he's going to be a team player, and he's probably – been as successful as he ever thought he would be, but he's uh, he, he'll he'll do the right thing. There's no question about it because I think he's always had the student athletes and the players in heart and mind. And you could tell Jim was a little, even maybe shaken up a little yeah. bit in terms of the relationship. And that's uh, you know you got a guy that's given him his opportunity and uh, and everything else and whatever for whatever reason whether it's a new staff arrangement and what they did this year or whatever something just didn't click and uh and and even on the defensive side of things that was the difficulty so it's a lot of things going to that equation but ultimately it's you have to go with your feel and uh and now it's a test and and i think that uh i remember back when jim hillis took over for dave mclean after dave passed away suddenly and uh you know he went he was doing fine he was a good coach everything else and they had the bad game against uh, hawaii and basically that uh, cost him the continuation the, the re- removal of the uh, temporary interim coach off off the park so hopefully jim can uh pull all these things together but it's there's no question it's a lot of work and maybe you'll have to get some people to, to uh pull this together but the administrative part of it is, is another big issue with it and and i think quite frankly the the uh the, con- the conferences the west, west division has always been a little bit weaker in that respect but 
it makes it even more difficult because their parity is there. And I think that Northwestern, they played a great game in, in Ireland. And uh, when I saw Illinois, uh, the first game of the season, they looked pretty good. Minnesota has Purdue. And everybody is going to be picking on you now. So it's going to be a real difficult road to hoe. But I think ultimately you're looking at long term and whether or not he has the potential to to take you to that next level. Did and, and Brett did was not successful in the bowl game, yeah. but got you there and he was uh, he was very successful. So it's uh, it's it's not necessarily what you think would happen. But uh, like I say, Chris has got to make his own decisions and he's. Uh, he weighs that in. He's been a player. He's been around Paul a lot, and uh, in that respect, you got to really give give Paul a lot of credit for being a team player. And like I say, he he could probably take uh, like Gary Anderson, leave the money on the table, and wouldn't make a difference to him. But he's uh, but he's, he's just probably just playing along with respect to being a, a good guy and a player, because he's going to be here. It's probably doubtful. You never know. Yeah. If he's going to go in and do another uh, gig someplace else, but uh, he certainly has an opportunity, probably because there's a lot of people that, uh, that are looking at this, and, and it's not necessarily the same as he had in Nebraska. And uh, that situation, that's I suppose in the back of everybody's mind in terms it of whether is. or not he can be as successful than they were as not successful. And you had somebody that was a very successful head coach at one point and just for some reason and i can't put a finger on it why it didn't work no i can't either pat uh last thing for you we got about two minutes here pat pat richter with, uh, with us former uw athletic director i know we've talked about this at least once or twice before but but for the listeners that maybe haven't heard it pat what was the toughest decision you ever had to make during your time as the athletic director at the university of wisconsin well, certainly it had to be cutting sports yeah. because uh, you took an opportunity away from student athletes that came to the university with a, a dream in mind to have, get a good education and also compete, not necessarily in football, but track, across country, and other sports. And uh, and for some of them, it didn't didn't occur. Some at some point, somebody had to uh, to to take a hit in that respect. It was going to be a student athlete, no matter what sport it was. So it, it wasn't just all or nothing. And when it happened, uh, like I say, to see those young people uh, distraught and uh, feeling badly about the opportunity and that they wouldn't have any more, uh, that was perhaps the toughest decision. Fair enough. Pat Richter, appreciate the time as always, my friend. Our friend, excuse me. Uh, we will talk to you Saturday <laughs> morning ahead of Wisconsin Northwestern, the first uh, game as, as head coach Jim Leonard. We'll talk to you then, pal. Okay, Alex. Thanks. See you. Hey, Jim. That's Pat Richter, former UW Athletic Director, joining us here on the High Noon Hour as we wrap up the High Noon Hour. I'm sticking with you, though, because Jim Rutledge is going to stick with us as well. Rutledge and Hamilton, a special extended version coming up next, except Matt Hamilton is on an airplane right now. So I will stick around. Joel Stave will join us at 1.30. Adam Rittenberg will join us at 2.15. We continue to break down the breaking news. Wisconsin, let's go. Head coach, Paul Christ. It's all coming up ahead across ESPN Wisconsin.